0: Play the fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for yet another one. This one uh, being 311. 311, but not the band. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) And we're not playing them on this episode.
0: Or any episode. <laughs> I don't like 311. Although, I do have a funny story surrounding uh, that band. Uh, years ago, I was uh, part of this uh, sort of band. of was a startup band. A band that my friends were trying to start up. And this one kid, he was uh, just going on and on about 311. And I was like, you know that band is racist, right? <laughs> and he's like, what? Oh, yeah. Dude, It's seriously, you don't see it? They got like... They got like black people in their band. I'm like, oh, I know that's just a cover up. What makes them racist? I was like, well, you look at the name 311. The 11th letter of the alphabet is K so three k's (laughs) kkk of course i was making it as a joke but he was buying it he got so up in arms he's like no you will not talk shit on my favorite band (laughs) and eventually i eventually i got bored i was like look kid i was joking (laughs) god read the room (laughs) of course it was all through our little uh, group chat on messenger but still it was hilarious Uh, just that's funny Oh uh, yeah, so that's how 3.11 fans function, I guess, but uh, whatever, we're not here to talk about uh, subpar music, we're here to right? talk about less subpar music.
1: Yes, <laughs> absolutely, and we're going to get into all that new stuff as we do. Uh, list is a little long, not as long as last week, we got rid of the last, uh, but there, you know, it was a band Camp Friday. So... Quickly, I'm gonna start April 1st, and it's uh, Fools Errand. They released Big Up the Impact, great album, Battery March, Futur Pour You, and that's an EP on Primator Crew. That's a great EP. The Ruffies will be playing them on an upcoming episode. Everywhere is an Island is what they released. Free Sergio, something in Israeli because uh, you know, like. I don't understand it. It looks like lines to me, but it's a single. And that came out on the first. Streetwise released a two-track EP over on Tough Ain't Enough Records. It's great as well. The first was a great day. 1983 released All Star, a single. Whatever 68 Radio and PP Promo Records released Whatever 68, 11-year anniversary mix. Then on the fourth, The Phase Problem released Self-Titled on Mom's Basement Records. Off Grid released Servo and Lies. Which is a single. Chiswick Commandos released "Beautiful Delilah," and then five other singles. I mean, that's kind of how it looks on Bandcamp, even though it's like all the same artwork attached. So maybe it's an EP, self-titled EP. I don't know. But go check it out. You can check out all the tracks from the Chiswick Commandos, all six of them. On the fifth, Decent Criminal released "You Dog," a single. Vapa Ma released. I E T Sistemi on Combat Industry Records. That's Finnish, I believe. All those words, except for obviously Combat Rock Industry. <laughs> uh, throwing stuff released. I hate this place. Single on TNS Records. Goblin Daycare. That is the name of the band is Goblin Daycare. They released Q E P Uh E P or A E P. Q. E P A E P. Exclamation Point. So it's like question E P A or answer. E P. I'm not doing it justice by reading it. You have to just go see it. And it, it was released on okay. Mevzu Records. <laughs> yeah, that is very. <laughs> that is very bizarre. So very visual, apparently. Uh, yep. Go check out Goblin Daycare. Uh, Risky and the Ridicule released a new single called "My Name." <laughs> then on the sixth, some kind of nightmare released a new EP called "Critical Thoughts" to launch off their n- newest current. Tour, which is, you know, the, they're probably the most on-the-road band I could come up with and always on the road for the most part. <laughs> always yeah, touring.
0: They, yeah, they practically live on the road. Right. Yeah. What's funny, I was just looking up that album because I was like, wait a minute, they just released something. Critical and Thoughts. I, yep. Pulled it up right
1: here on the uh, band camp.
0: <laughs> yep. That. Just
1: came out on the 6th. Yeah. Still got to make a point to uh, listen to that. It's good. Uh, Then on the 7th, which was Bandcamp Friday, several releases including Scowl releasing Psychic Dance Routines EP on Flat Spot Records. Knife Club releasing Our Club, Our Rules on TNS Records. Frenzel Rom releasing The Cup of Pestilence on Fat Records. Wolves and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves Wolves releasing Curse, Curse, Curse. Beyond the Lamplight released uh, Don't Forget to Leave It All Behind featuring the former singers of Larry and his flask. Retarded released I Am, or sorry, I Follow My Pride single on Wicked Cool Records. I have listened to that one and played one of the tracks. Oh, no, we played a different track. Yeah,
0: that was a different one. That was from their EP. uh, Well, not exactly their EP, but a single they released uh, two years ago. Right. Yeah, but this latest one, the one that just came out
1: last week, super good. Yep, super good. Uh, The Len Price 3 released Chinese Burn EP. Chum Huffer released Orgy of Hate. Tough Ain't Enough Records compilation, which is Riot Kids' Ten Years of Oi. El Sancho released Doggy Man, Boy Man, which is a single. Wiretap Records released Attention, a Wiretap Records spring compilation. Criminal Outfit released Shut It Down EP. Flatmates 205 released Pacific Ways. And then Carried By Six released Split EP with Hold My Own. Then on the 9th, The Serial Killers, and that's Serial, C-E-R-E-E. C-E-R-E-A-L. There we go. Killers released Asshole. Permanent Residue released a self-titled tape, two. Then on the 10th, Metric Fuckton, they released In My Dreams, a single featuring Joe Queer. In the Sun released Our Cigarettes, which is a single on Little Willie Records. That was on the 10th. Uh, knot is going to be releasing on the 14th stop the world on wiretap records initiates going to be releasing cerebral circus on triple B records wasting time is going to be releasing losing my mind a single on disconnect disconnect records Lucifer star machine releasing Satanic age kill main Saints is going to be releasing same again tomorrow X iron sharpens X uh, sorry X iron sharpens iron X so iron sharpens iron they are releasing. Uh, Engine number 9, which is a Deftones cover, that's going to be a single. Radio Cremen is releasing Frankie on Demon Punk Records, Demons Punk Records. Hunting Lions will be releasing Light, which is an EP on Pirates Press Records. We'll be talking more about that later in the show. The Bug Club is releasing two LPs on the 14th, two separate LPs. Green Dream and F Sharp, I think is what Eric told me last week, and The uh, Pure particles is the other one. Is the little uh, number sign? The yep, pound. Yep. yep, That's that's sharp. Yep, I remembered. <laughs> yes, you did. The Dead Krazukis are releasing Maniac, which is a cover single. It's that Maniac song from the '80s you're thinking of. Then on the 15th, Tough Ain't Enough Records is releasing Chaos in Tarragona. Toxic FX will be releasing. Immune to the Media on Mad Butcher Records on the 17th, along with The Braces releasing Ska Got Soul, which is a re-release, which will also be on Mad Butcher Records. Broken Bomb's going to be releasing Full Mental Racket on Catabomb Records. Where are we at? The 20th, Lost Cat and Black Mambas are going to be releasing a split single on Wop Shoe Wap Records. And then Crown Court Uh, The last couple I've got are all on the 21st. Crown Court's going to be releasing Heavy Manners on Rondale Records. UEX is releasing Mort Sang. And then Gob Patrol should be releasing a self-titled Gob Patrol. So that's all I've got. Long list, but it feels shorter than last week's. Eric, what do you have? (laughs) It is shorter than last week's. (laughs)
0: Anyway, uh, on the 4th, Buggin' released a single called All Eyes on You. It's a tribute to Tupac. Okay. Okay. No, not really. It's, <laughs> I just couldn't help that. Uh, on the 6th, uh, yeah, Some Kind of Monsters, Critical Thoughts EP, and also a split from the band Carried by Six and Hold My Own. On the 7th, uh, Fuckskin released a new single, and it's a wordy single. It sort of ma- sort of makes you wonder why we're scared of the dark. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there's that. I haven't listened to that one yet. Um But here's a new single from a local band I have listened to. It's Time Takes Everything by Villain. Yeah, Villain is in the process of releasing more material, and this is one of them. And it's a... Yeah, it's a bit of a... uh, A different approach. It's a little more uh, somber approach from the caliber of their music that I'm used to. Okay. So it's... uh, Yeah, but it's cool. I still love it. I think it's a great song. And and apparently, I guess it's alluding to uh, their... uh, uh, the show that they will be playing this week, um, but we'll talk about that later. It's a tribute show to their friend uh, Brad Barker, who uh, yeah, who died recently, and he's been a he's been part of the hardcore scene since <laughs> practically since it began. <laughs> okay, not really since it began began, but you know when it was really picking up traction in the '90s. So of course, all these guys know him, they love him, and they miss him. So. Uh, Villain felt as such to uh, really kind of write a song in tribute to that man, and cool. that's what time takes everything is. Uh, but we will get more insight on that when we talk to them because we'll be talking to Villain pretty soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon. Uh, anyway, on uh, on the eleventh, Fuckskin will be leasing a new EP. Uh, I assume it's going to have that single that's got uh, too many words in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it will. It's on their bandcamp. It's the If Only EP. And on that will be on the 11th. On the 14th, Jesus Peace will be releasing their So Unknown with the three periods before So. That's their newest LP. Actually, I think it's their first LP. I don't think they've released an LP. I think it was just EPs. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Peace. Anyway, that's, uh, yeah, that's all I got for uh, new releases. But now I got a new release that I haven't mentioned that I want to talk about. It is the newest... In 11 years from this band, the flagship band of Arizona hardcore, whose namesake is referencing John Hinckley Jr., who, as we know, attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan as a means of impressing Jodie Foster, whom he was obsessed with after watching her in the film Taxi Driver. (laughs) And if you remember Taxi Driver, Jodie Foster was playing a teenage prostitute. So this guy was harboring some very sick ideas. If you sure haven't was. got, yep, and if you haven't got the uh, if you haven't got the reference yet, this is the seminal skate punk Phoenix hardcore band,
2: Jody Foster's Army. Jody Foster's Army,
0: uh, more commonly known as JFA, but yes, <laughs> Jody Foster's Army, and and yeah, like I said, JFA. I mean, they were rather influential in combining a, a skate culture, and punk culture, you know, being skaters themselves, and they were also getting cover from Thrasher magazine way back in the day. Wow. Yeah, so much so that their vocalist and uh, their guitarist, Brian Bannon and Don Redondo Pendleton, uh, were both freelance contributors to Thrasher. You know, supplying photos and articles alike. And Brannon was also a featured skater in a few issues. Cool. Yeah, like he was on the cover. (laughs) (laughs) And he also became a full time staff writer in 1990 and also a music director and art editor until he left in 1997. So, yeah, I was just, uh, I just went down the rabbit hole of a JFA lore. And, you know, because I'm like, this is their first album, this is the first, not album, but release in like 11 years. So what the fuck have these guys been up to? And I just discovered all this uh, history about them. I'm like, wow, these guys... Yeah, skate punk would not be the same had it not been for them. (laughs) Probably not even existed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, they are coming back. Um, In fact, this June, they are releasing their first album in 11 years. It's called Last Ride. And what are they doing to promote that? Well, they have a new single out called Stage Dive. And and yeah, they're leading. It's their leading single, and it's already making some waves. It's got that classic, fast and simple hardcore punk to get their fans moving accordingly. And accompanying the accompanying uh, music video is a slideshow of photos of the stage diving punks from the '80s, and they were all taken by the legendary Ed Culver. Ed Culver took a lot of uh, seminal photos in in the old days of. Uh, Why do we keep wanting to say Salt Lake hardcore? <laughs> just American hardcore in general. There's the famous photo of uh, this one kid just doing a front flip, and he caught that picture of him midair. And Wasted Youth actually used that as their the cover for their first EP. And he also took the photo of the damaged album cover by Black Flag in a Henry Punch in the fucking mirror. So all the photos in that music video are are all his. There are well. some that you may recognize. So check out that music video. But for right now, we're going to check out the song. This is Stage Dive, the latest from JFA.
2: Johnny was a punk. His father was a drunk. Shit, shot, drunk. Spun beat him up. Then one day, had to get away. To cosplay, Ray. Addy-o, hey. Take it to show. I really got to go. Been stretching up, show. My mind's about great. Just love
0: how it all ends. Yeah. (laughs) There's blood (laughs) on the floor. I assume more than one of us have experienced a stage dive where people thought it best to only catch us by the ankles. Yeah. I know I have. That was my first ever stage (laughs) dive. (laughs) And thankfully, I remember it because I didn't hit my head. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Until uh, some 15 years later, I hit my head, not as a result of a stage dive, but a skate dive. (laughs) Make light on uh, some of the most uh, traumatic events of my life. But the the fact is, you know, I'm still here today. I don't stage dive anymore because I am afraid of that happening to me again, with my head being in the state that it is. But, you know, when you get older, you uh, don't tend to... You don't tend to feel the need to uh, climb up on the stage and then dive off unless you're incredibly drunk. You know, you know which ones I'm talking about. Those those guys who were uh, young and fit back in their teens, and <laughs> then you they grew a very long beard and a giant beer belly, and they just uh, get super rip roaring drunk when they're seeing DRI for the thirtieth time. <laughs> <laughs> and. And, yeah, they just want to push everybody around, all these little kids trying to have fun. And then he gets up on the stage inexplicably and manages to dive off. And nobody wants to catch him because they're afraid that he's going to crush them. (laughs) Yeah, that guy (laughs) I'm talking about. Maybe that's just personal experience. But still, you know, you get older, you get a little less able-bodied. You don't really feel the need to uh, run that risk of having to get rushed to the hospital again.
1: Right.
0: You know, but, hey. Hey. The youth, this is your time to shine. (laughs) Go get get fucking crazy at shows. Do it now while you're still on your parents' insurance. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, JFA, I'm looking forward to that new album. Uh, Like I said, it's coming out in June. Um, Was there an actual date on there? Now, I guess they didn't release an actual day that is coming out, but it is going to be coming out in June, so just in a few months. Album is going to be called Last Ride, first album since uh, Speed of Sound in 2012. Like I said, not even 11 years. Like, uh, No, no, actually, yes. Right, it is 11 years. <laughs> yeah, damn. I'm getting so excited, I'm misconstruing my numbers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you like what you heard there, uh, I don't expect anything less from Jody Foster's Army. You know, but does she really need an army right now? I don't think she's. Uh, I I don't think John Hinckley is uh, got her on his mind as much these days. Isn't he probably dead? Had... Is he... I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, who cares? Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's. If he's dead, hey, Ronald Reagan is dead. Unfortunately, not by his hand, but still, <laughs> dead. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, at this point, I'll just be going off on really. Uh, Random tangents that don't matter, that don't really matter in the least. So, let's talk about something that does matter.
1: Lots of new music to get to. A lot of people have been sharing their stuff, as I've been saying. So, let's get into some of it. Uh, first up, the band Uphill Avenue, based out of Central Coast in Australia. Uh, I want to thank Graham for reaching out. Sent an email about a month ago. I tried to reach out over the last week because I don't have a lot of details. I try to look up the album. And it, all I know is it's the band's debut album. There's 13 tracks on it. I assume it's a self-titled, but I don't even know if it's a self-titled album or if the album has a different name. I didn't see it on your regular streaming places. I didn't find a Bandcamp page. So I'm not sure where to tell you to go get it, look, a, look it up. We'll get to their social medias uh, at the end of the show. And maybe that will be helpful, but, uh, you know, spoiler alert, they only had a Facebook page that I saw. So uh, if I get any updated info over the next week from Graham, I will make sure to let you know on the next one so you know where to go check out the band. Anyway, let's check out a track from that debut album. Uh, Like I said, there's 13 tracks. We're going to play something towards the end. I like this one. It's got, we're early on in the episode. Let's get that energy going. This track's called Whole Lot of Nothing.
2: I wanna watch me something new, that I'd steal the same old shit I did last night. It's so much nothing.
0: I like that. I do too. <laughs> that's got that. Uh, I love that old
1: school uh, lo-fi garage sound. <laughs> I do as well. Great stuff. Uh, Uphill Avenue. In case you already forgot, a uh, whole lot of nothing was a track, but we got a whole lot of somethings to be playing, including that one. Again, I think it's probably a self-titled album, but it, the, what was shared to me is just called Uphill Avenue albums. So that's why I say. Maybe self-titled. Anyway, it's a debut. Be on the lookout. If I get more information in the next week or two, I will make sure to share it. Until then, uh, listen to this and be on the lookout for some more cool stuff like that. Next up, let's play the band out of Manchester in the UK. The band is Clayface. They are on Horn & Hoof Records. The release of Ailments is coming out on May 4th. And I want to thank Scott of Horn and Hoof Records for sharing this with us to play. The track is Employee of the Year that will be coming out on that May 4th release, Ailments. May 4th, may the 4th be with you. Uh (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) When the hell is
0: Mandalore going to release an EP on that day? Or maybe it's just Conrad trying not to be
1: too obvious. (laughs) (laughs) They should totally do it. Uh, Clayface, played them before. Again, they're from Manchester on Horn and Hoof. The band's been around since, or formed anyway, back in 2012. So 11 years as a band. Congratulations to them. Let's get into Clayface, Employee of the Year. Here we go.
2: I like to think I've got my shit together. That can I'll just fine. off my life beyond a just So I can pay the bills on time. I always thought that I'd be someone, that I was more to 25, that i weekend and I'm drinking, i play playing in punk bands to make me feel alive. I'm not getting younger, but I'm getting more confused. I'm holding out for something more than I'm burning to abuse. I'm gonna make a statement when I finish on this joint, but the words I can't remember. Oh, well, well, will forget it. What's the point? <laughs> Good guy, trying to look after myself and my friends But it's getting harder just to pretend. Like the weight of the world is killing me And I try to keep up. Nothing i do up as well As getting drunk and living in this hell You think I'm so pathetic I just kind of thought headache. Gotta make a statement When I'm finished on this joy But the words I can't remember
1: Clayface. That's fine. (laughs) Employee of the Year. That is the track. Be on the lookout for ailments coming at us uh, from Horn and Hoof Records. Next up, the band Peaceful. That's Peaceful with two L's at the end, not one. It's double L's. Uh, The band is from Montreal in Quebec, and they just released a new single called Billy Oliver. Bill-over. (laughs) Billy (laughs) Oliver. Billy Oliver came out March 1st, so new stuff. Uh, I want to thank Frank sent an email back in February, so I apologize for not getting it on when it was brand new, but it's still pretty darn new. Uh, Billy Oliver, again, is the track. We have a lot of other new stuff to also get to. Well, a couple more tracks before we start talking about the live shows as we do. Uh, Another uh, some new stuff. Later on when I play my album So point is, a lot of new stuff on this show Frank, thank you for sharing Peaceful's Billy Oliver Let's check it out together uh, Here we go, there's two different versions I guess, we're going to check out this one when Explicit and clean uh, They sent us the clean version I'm not sure uh, I don't think I caught why But maybe we will on this listen or go around Here we go All right, <laughs> In-
0: Intensive listening Start <laughs>
1: That's Peaceful.
0: Well, I can't say I picked up on any uh, profanities or censored, as it were. At least they weren't blatantly obvious.
1: I didn't either, so uh, I don't know if it's going to range too much, but I like it. It's cool stuff. Uh, Check out that single again, Billy Oliver. Peaceful is with two L's. Peaceful, all one word, but two L's at the end. Uh, Frank, thank you again for sharing it with us. Eric. Eric. Uh, We got more new music. I'm going to throw the ball to you. You're up. Yeah, we got new music.
0: (laughs) The only reason why this song is on the uh, older, lesser-known category, as opposed to
1: JFA, well, JFA came first. (laughs) Well, they released a version of this track on a previous release because I actually had the previous release, and I was thinking, this isn't the name of that release. And then I went and looked, and, oh, well, they released this. And the... Tracks like eight seconds longer, I think, on the older version than the newer version, so it's not identical. Hmm. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting at is it kind of fits because it was, uh, it appears, a song that came out earlier than this new release. Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> uh, but anyway, the, the thing is, uh, JFA is more well known than uh, this band. This band is Zulu. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to. I'm going to be talking about Zulu once again. Uh, I talked about them a couple months ago uh, prior to their uh, album's release. Yeah, and this album, A New Tomorrow, I finally got around to listening to it. And yeah, it's pretty much everything you expect from a Zulu album. It's not veering too much from their uh, standard sound from their uh, previous two releases. So. I mean, it's blistering power violence pasted together with orchestral passages and spoken word critiques that emphasize on their rhetoric of social injustice aimed toward black people. Most of which is composed by... uh, uh, Most of which is composed and spoken by vocalist uh, Alicia Miller. Uh, it's in those moments between the bashing of their regular musical expression that the messages really hit ho- home as they are incredibly poignant and direct as their lyrics. They're as poignant, I should say. And at least here you can understand them better.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, through all the, uh, yeah, through that cavalcade of just, uh, man, just brutal, uh, just brutal uh, deliverance in, yeah, in music and vocals as well. There was the, there was just the one that stood out to me, which was fifty-two fatal strikes, and I kept remember it as fifty-two stab wounds. <laughs> <I was laughs> like, oh, is that the, <laughs> is that part the end of part one of the uh, two hundred stab wounds uh, saga? <laughs> Could be 50, we go from fifty two to two hundred, <laughs> but no fifty two uh, fatal strikes. It blasts off like a hardcore song with a uh, kind of a sludge metal overtone. You know, it's got the uh, yeah, it's got the speed and ferocity of a uh, of like a minor threat song, so to speak. But it's got the overlay of an I hate God uh, guitar tone. So that, that's basically what power violence is. It's like it, it's fast sludge metal. Nice. Anyway, yeah, it's got, but it's got all the things in there. It's got blast beats, got two-stepping, a ruthless breakdown, and straightforward lyrics speaking out against injustice. The one that stuck out to me: "I've done nothing. I just exist. Don't front. I know you want to kill me. Put to death just like that. Justified. That's what you're thinking." I'm like, "Shit." Well, yep, it says it all right there. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it gets a, uh, it gets its message across and. Uh, you got less than two minutes.
1: Uh you got a you got a time frame on that one? Uh, yes. The time on this is one minute 43 seconds. Yeah,
0: there you go. And I, think
1: a... I was wrong. I think it was 150 on the original. Ah, okay. So seven second difference, not eight.
0: All right. Well, like it makes uh, that much of a difference. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, here is uh, 52 fatal strikes. Get ready to uh break your fists.
2: See this is the end game So it's nothing I'm just your distance. Don't am I know you wanna kill me Cause the death Just like me Just to fight the blood
0: Even has the little, uh, even has the little bell on top of the ride, <laughs> <just> <laughs> bringing that uh, breakdown. So yeah, that's more of their, uh, that's more stuff on their uh, hardcore side as opposed to like the uh, grind side and the sludgy side. Uh, but yeah, this whole album is a fucking ripper. It's uh, yeah, it's got a lot to say. I mean, every Zulu record thus far has a lot to say and a lot to deliver. And uh, outside of their, ah. Uh, uh, Outside of their uh, musical uh, heaviness, so to speak, right? <laughs> yeah, but as to uh, but yeah, as to fifty two fatal strikes, it's uh, it's unclear as to whom this is aimed at. But uh, maybe it isn't supposed to. Maybe it's just aimed to anyone who feels that they must you know feel the need to be uh, the agent of injustice to another person because of the difference of pigmentation of their skin. So, so yeah. That's uh, it's incredibly direct in its message, but it's not direct towards uh, one person. It's just sort of like to all you people who can identify with the, uh, uh oh god, what? The antagonist in this uh, story, this song is for you. Get learnt, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but seriously, so long as uh, injustice like this uh, is in the world. As long as it's happening, there will always be someone or someone plural, you know, a person or people to speak out against it. And that's what Zulu is doing. And, yep, we are all the happier for it. Well, okay, that was the wrong thing to say. (laughs) We are all grateful for what you're putting through. As long as it's, uh, as long as you believe in it, Then, yeah, speak it. Right. And you're doing it so well here. So, thank you, Zulu. Ripper of a new album. You guys kick ass.
1: Oh, we got another new one. And I moved this one as, uh, you know, for the same reason I explained to Eric about his, though that wasn't Eric's motivations. Uh, Me, the band Small Town Syndrome, and that's S I N D R O M E, Syndrome, who's from Minnesota. They released a single, Blister in the Sun, as they play this track, Blister in the Sun. I think it was like a regular part of their set, the cover from uh, a band also from that neck of the woods. Uh, right? Isn't it? Just a. Uh, which band were you talking about? The it was Blister in the Sun. Can you guess who sings that song originally? I don't know. No? Blister in the Sun. Let me go
0: wild. Okay. <laughs> Let me go wild.
1: God damn. I know the song. We're going to see if can you can guess the... it after. Uh, anyway, Brian, thank you. Brian sent this email to me back in. Oh, God. Violent Femmes. There you go. Violent Femmes. God <laughs> damn
0: it. Okay, yeah. I knew the song. You didn't even need to know. listen I to it. I don't know the title.
1: So. Well, it's Blister in the Sun. Uh, they released this version. They've been playing it their live show so long they decided to do record a version of it. And they did. Released it February 1st. Brian sent this way back in January. So Brian, thank you. I apologize for taking so long, but we're going to listen to it now. Here's Small Town Syndrome doing their cover of Blister in the Sun.
2: cry Stuff, and I'm so strung out Oh my My eyes are cut I just might stop to check you out Let me go on Like a blister in the sun Let me go on Big hands, I know you have the one I have beats, I stain the sheets I don't even know why but My girlfriend, she's at the end She is starting to cry Let me go on. Like a sister in the sun. Let me go on. Big hands, I know you the one.
0: I bet
1: they have a blast playing that one live.
0: Oh, I'm sure the people are having a blast listening to it. And singing along with it. Well, yeah, of course. That's one of the most identifiable uh, Violent Femmes songs. I think the only one is uh, the only other one will be "Added Up." Right? I at least know the title to that one. (laughs) When I saw them a few years ago, opening up for uh, Flogging Molly, they opened up with "Added Up." Nice. I was like, "Oh shit!" Okay, playing your uh, playing your trump card a little early there, but hey, that's (laughs) fine. It was it was still pretty awesome. Just uh, they come out on stage and just silence. And then day after day, I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna get gnarly. That was
1: fun. Super fun band. Awesome. Well, uh, check these guys out. Uh, If you get a chance to see them live, you will probably get to see that song live too. Blister in the Sun. That was Small Town Syndrome from Minnesota. Thank you again, Brian. Uh, Eric, uh, we have some great cover-to-cover stuff and something interesting else to talk about after we get to some live shows, so let's do the live shows. Yeah, let's do the live shows, and I went to one. It was,
0: well, did I go to it, or was I just kind of there and it happened? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there there was a show going on. I was at Aces, don't really remember the names of the band or what they were playing, but... But okay. you were there. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was there. It was a great night. I just don't remember the... Excuse me. I don't remember the bands all too well. But, you know, I'll go back on the uh, roster and uh, see see if I can remember. <laughs> but for now, let me uh, pull up some uh, shows uh, that will be happening. Here is... Yeah, here are the ones that are coming in the next uh, week and a half or so. On the twelfth, Wicked Bear is going to be playing with Box Elder, Assisted Living, and Miranova at the Beehive. That'll be ten dollars. Going to be starting at seven PM on the thirteenth. This is the benefit show I was talking to. I was talking about earlier when discussing the new villain song. It is that benefit show for Brad Barker. It'll include performances from Insight, Iceburn, Search, and Villain, who will be playing some songs from. Uh, Trent and Justin's old band Reality from back in uh, nineteen ninety whatever, and then Seven Daggers, who will also be playing uh, some Waterfront songs, which were uh, Dan and Anthony's, if I'm not mistaken, old band from also back in the nineties. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be a great one. Definitely, uh, definitely a lot of old heads gonna be at that show. But I'm not an old head. I just love all these bands. So I'm gonna, I'm just stoked to be seeing them live. Anyway, that's going to be at the Metro. will be uh, 7 p.m. and only $10 to enter. I recommend you go into that one. Uh, on the 14th, Dry Socket, Run Into the Sun, Ribbons, Narc, and Fight the Future. Be playing at your mama's house. It's going to be at 6 p.m. and will be $10. And on the 18th, Worm Witch, Swarmer, Harvest of Ash, and Soroset. Uh, actually, no, Set had to drop off. Yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. That sucks. Uh, But those three other, Worm, Witch, Swarmer, and Harvest of Ash, I'm not sure if they have a replacement for Sorrow set yet, but uh, regardless, those three will be playing at Kilby Court. That's going to be $13 and starts at 7 p.m. And finally, on the 19th, uh, Terena, Witness Chamber, Absolved, Recidivist, and Portraits be playing at Wild Pepper Pizza. That's going to be $15 and it'll be 7 p.m. All great bands to be seeing live here. Now I'm gonna go back and uh, see if I can find the flyer for that show that I was in attendance of, on uh yeah what was it Friday? No, it was Saturday. Uh, but all the while I'm doing that, Dustin's gonna tell you about some other shows happening
1: elsewhere. Absolutely. Let's uh first, the band Aggressive is coming to the U.S. for a tour May 17th to May 28th. They have posted that they need a drummer. So. Obviously, they scheduled this drummer isn't able to go now. And so, if you want to play any music like that, go play with them, go with Hard Cell because Hard Cell is touring with them through that May 17th through uh, 28th dates. Definitely reach out to Aggressive, they're at aggressive underscore oi over on Instagram. Want to preface that they need, I want, I'm planning on going to one of those shows. I don't know where. All of them are going to be just yet, or at least the dates. So somebody help them out so we can go see them. Uh, drummer needed. Next, uh, Saturday the 29th, Madball, Murphy's Law, Crown of Thorns, Vulture Raid, The Capturers. Uh, This is going to be at Tompkins Square Park in New York City. It is 2 to 6. It is a proceeds benefit raise candy store. That's a pretty awesome thing there. So uh, go check that out if you're going to be there uh, Saturday, April 29th. That one's coming up pretty soon. Then, if you're in Australia, the Knockbacks, the Dirty Liars, and Combi Killers, they'll all be playing Friday the 14th at King's Lear's Throne. And that looks like, I think that's in Brisbane. So that's this coming Friday at King Lear's. So Definitely get out there if you are in that neck of the woods. The Ruffies are doing an album release party, and that release party is going to be at the Art Boutique with Veg and Faux, F-O, Friday, April 14th. This is going to be in San Jose, 8 p.m. show with a $15 cover charge. Veg is the band, so it's Veg Band, so go check that band out. Uh, F.O., I think, Family Obligation. I'm looking through these things. I'm only somewhat sure that that's the name of the band. But we're going to be playing something from the Ruffies uh, off the album release here before too long. So that is also this coming Friday. Another album release party coming up soon. This one will be in Salt Lake at Aces High Saloon. The 22nd, Endless Struggle. They'll be playing with Goners UK, All Systems Fail, and Hi-Fi Murder. It's a $15 show at aces high and again that is going to be saturday april 22nd then in Zaragoza, in spain on april 14th uh gente intelligente from madrid will be playing with guion uh guinote de contacto i don't know if i've got that right but they look like they're from Zaragoza. hard and cheap coming in from madrid Uh, This is an 8 p.m. show, if you're going to go check that out, at Arabato, A-R-R-E-B-A-T-O. Obviously, I haven't been to Zaragoza, so I'm not that familiar, but that's this coming week. If you're going to be in that neck of the woods, I know at least two of those bands, great bands. So if you are, you're probably going to want to go check that out. Then this Sunday, April 16th, a free all-ages event, which will be in Upland, California, at Rock House Brewery. Uh, this show is 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. There'll be food, beer, records, art, because it's a punk and junk flea market brought to you by, it looks like, Taco Punks. And there are so many, so many bands. The, the laundry list of bands is huge. I'm not going to go through all of it, everything there. Oh, Narcoleptic Youth is bringing you the live music. This might be Vendor's. Uh, it looks like live music is Narcoleptic Youth, L.A.'s Forgotten, Hatred, and The Big Takeover. Uh, I'm familiar, obviously, with Narcoleptic Youth and L.A.'s Forgotten, but uh, that's why I know about this. You should go check that out if you're going to be anywhere near the Upland area there in California. And uh, where are we at? This is Montreal's Oy Fest, which is coming up on April 28th and 29th uh the eight degrees six i think or 806 i don't know crew front it's reggae ska from france common turn sect the outcast bromure also from france reeks from france the prowlers from montreal ultra razia the outcasts look like they're from ireland ultra razia from montreal violent way from buffalo uh brush rights from germany over the Hill from Montreal. Uh, all those bands will be playing that two day Montreal Oi! Fest. So y- if you're going to be anywhere near Montreal, you should definitely be getting those tickets. Down Not Out is starting their West Coast tour very soon. On the 19th, it'll start in Tempe, Arizona, Yucca Tap Room. Then the 20th, San Diego. 21st, Pomona. 22nd, Sanford Shithole uh pacifica on the 23rd sacramento on the 24th they'll be in salt lake city at the house of blues uh i'm saying it that way because it's house of blues it's booze but with an l yes (laughs) (laughs) that'll be on the 26th on the 27th they'll be in denver and the 28th in albuquerque get out and support those guys from texas uh, coming out here to the west coast and it looks like I've got one left. I'm only going to mention a little bit of it. We were talking earlier about some kind of nightmare. April 10th, yesterday, we're recording on the 11th. Uh, Knoxville is where they started. they are taking the 11th off. The day that we release this, they'll be in Charlotte. Uh, then in North Carolina, Chapel Hill, Somerville in South Carolina, Orlando on the 17th, Lake Worth. They have several shows in Florida through... Uh, the 23rd, it'll be in Melbourne, Cape Coral, Bradentown, Jacksonville, and finally in St. Augustine on the 23rd. So many other ones. I'll probably mention some of those. I mean, they're touring almost every day till June 16th. So that's all I'm going to mention for now. Some Kind of Nightmare is on tour. You can go over to some kind, well, some underscore kind underscore of underscore nightmare underscore band. If you want to go check them out on Instagram, Eric, that's what I've got. Do, what do you have? To, did you find your? Yes, I found the. I found the flyer for the show that I attended
0: to last Saturday. Cool. And I couldn't remember the names of the bands. <laughs> One of which is a band that I have played with before. It were they are a band called Sleeping Tigers, kind okay. of a, a stoner sludgy uh, type band, a lot of fun. Uh, but I played a show with them back in. Uh, Hell, I want to say 2017-ish. <laughs> I, I think it was 2017. Um, yeah, while well, I was in Suburban Hellkill. And we played, opening up for uh,
1: Class Hole,
0: which was a, yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah,
0: which is a band composed of a couple members of uh, I Hate God. So, cool. Yeah, it was a pretty fun show. I still have that uh, Class Hole uh, demo cassette. Awesome. yeah, haven't haven't listened to it. I should probably change that because <laughs> <laughs> I because I remember live they were fucking awesome. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that was the band. I was like Sleeping Tigers. Why do I know that band? I was like, that's where I know them. I played a show with them before and I was watching them just uh, sort of sitting in the back of the bar, having a drink, just bobbing my head like, yeah, these guys are fucking cool. And then there was another band on there called Holdra which I guess is a uh, is a band who's de- who's in high demand. <laughs> like they've uh, they've broken up and uh, then reformed many times and people are always excited when they come back. And this was my first time seeing them. I saw their name around but never watched them and they're they're pretty cool. They're pretty like uh, sort of atmospheric post metal type stuff. you know, think of a uh, cult of Luna even some Russian circles, I guess. Cool. Yeah, and they yeah, they were pretty fun. They had like a uh, yeah, some pretty uh uh giant uh, you know, gargantuan riffs pretty much. That amp worship type shit. And they also had such a uh, they also had a keyboardist who was just like really laying heavy on those keys and going heavy on the vocals. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. And the headliner was a Witch Ripper, and honestly, I don't remember too much of them because I was more uh I was more I was there to converse, to hang out and just like have have fun. All these uh, all my friends were showing up and I was just like having fun with them, going out back, smoking a cigarette and just having uh,
1: just having fun talking shit. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a fun time <laughs> before we move on. I just came across this spirit world is going to be coming out on tour starting on May 12th through June 10th. And they will be in Salt Lake City at the Depot on June 2nd.
0: Yep, they'll be with uh, creator. Yes. And uh, Sacred, Sacred Reich, if I'm not mistaken.
1: It looks like Sepultura and Death
0: Angel on oh, the Clash okay. of
1: the Titans tour.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, yeah, now I remember. Sacred Reich is coming with uh, Municipal Waste. That's uh, And Black Dahlia Murder. Awesome. Yeah, those shows are uh, kind of uh, right next to each other, too. And they're going to be in the same place. So, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to be going to uh, that show just mentioned. I mean, Creator and uh, sepultura they're fucking awesome. Uh, but come on, Spirit World. Right? They're like my new favorite, <laughs> they're like my favorite new uh, metal hardcore adjacent band. So, absolutely. So, yeah, you're damn right. I want to go in there and start screaming some Death Western, some Moonlit Torture, uh, Lujiria Satanica, and some oh, fucking yeah. Ulcer. Oh, yeah. And the, oh, yeah, the fucking uh, culture of buzzards or. Oh, man, it's not culture of buzzards, but something with buzzards in the title. <laughs> yeah, I just get so excited; my mind don't think straight. So the fact <laughs> is, I'm excited to see those five lovely men with their uh, rhinestone uh, nudy <laughs> <nudie shoots>. suits <laughs> and those ten gallon hats and those cowboy boots stomping around playing yeah. some fucking brutal music. It's gonna be a great show.
1: Anyway, I have a, uh, I have that to look forward to. <laughs> Well, we are going to move into... Eric's got a great cover-to-cover album. I've got something that I want to talk about, and then I've got kind of two EPs, which we'll talk about when we get to those. So, Eric, let's talk about your album. What do you got?
0: Well, I got an album, not an album, an EP, from a band called Bite Back, who come from, uh, what is it, Riverside? Riverside, California. And as far as I know, this band is no longer active. But I first... uh, I first uh, heard of these guys, well, I was rather introduced to them because my old band, Second Nature, shared a bill with them back in uh, 2015. I actually pulled out the flyer right here. It was Bite Back, Carried Weight, Takeover, and Second Nature. That was at The Bridge, which was, uh, which was an auto shop. It was, a, it was a garage, chop shop, whatever, that was, uh, uh, that was in South Salt Lake. Had a lot of fun shows there. Bane played the, their last Salt Lake City show there. Uh, and bite back apparently played their last show there. They their first and last. <laughs> they just didn't <laughs> know it yet. Uh, but bite back they are a, they're a cool band. They only have a, one EP to their name, not a saint or a savior. And yeah, after that after that show, I was like, yeah, let's uh, let's give a listen to bite back, see what they're all about. And also on a side note, I have the bite back bottle opener. Nice. Yeah, it's a keychain. It's on one of my uh, backpack uh, backpacks that I. Don't really use too much anymore. I should probably use that. I should probably keep that uh, bite back uh, bottle opener in a uh, in the drawer where I keep all my beer koozies.
1: <laughs> See, uh, people, if you're wondering what you should make when you go out on tour, there you go. Because uh, yeah. Eric still has his after how many years carrying it around? Yeah, Since 2015, <laughs> eight years now. Right?
0: Yeah, almost eight years. So, uh, so yeah, bite back. They only have the one EP to their name. And I did a sort of review on it for uh, uh, for KU Radio when I was uh, uh, when I was working as an intern over at the uh, Daily Chronicle and the U of U radio station. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to find that. See if it's uh, see if it's still there. See if I can give like an accurate uh, review on this uh, EP rather than uh, trying to talk over it and tr- uh, talk about it and trip over my own words in the process. <laughs> so while I'm playing this first song, Sinner. Let's, uh, let's see if I can find that. And if not, well, I guess I'll just have to wing it. <laughs> I found the review on uh, KU Radio's website. It was a review that I did back in September of 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is when I was still a full time student. And, uh, and yeah, I read through it. I'm like, yeah, I still pretty much feel the same way, give or take. But it reads as follows It's not a saint or a savior. Chock full of barrowing guitar tones and existential dread that plummet nose first into your ear canals. This EP from the San Diego-based hardcore outfit Bite Back is a brutal encounter. Five blistering songs fill this EP with lyrics of having to cope with nihilism, depression, and anxiety, complemented with pounding guitars and breakdowns reminiscent of the mental beating such as a mind such a mind deals with. It isn't pretty. The, song, the songs on this album are very grim. They cater to a very esoteric demographic with Austin uh, Bolachowski's straightforward vocal and lyrical delivery that paints the band for who they are. The EP opens with Day by Day. It starts with an intense buildup of guitars and drums over the closing monologue from the character Patrick B- Patrick Bateman from the film American Psycho. You know, there are no more barriers to cross. All I have in common with the uncontrollable and the insane... All the mayhem I have caused. You know, that whole (laughs) shtick. (laughs) I've heard three songs that have that fucking monologue in there. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Uh, It's it's, kind of lost its uh, nobility at this point. Anyway... It all gives way to Josh Orellana's high-velocity drumming, then the rest of the band jumps into the sea of despair with uh, Bolachowski's opening lyrics, always struggling day by day, can't ever think of what to say, trying to keep my head held high, but I just count my failures every night. The EP continues on with hints of groove, thrash, and sludge metal built in with their heart on their hardcore foundation, all while keeping in the themes of mental anguish. Sinner, the song we just heard, Hurdles a plethora of riffs with alternating vocals that range from controlled yells to high-pitched screams with hair-raising lyrics like, I've been thinking thoughts that make the devil want to kill himself. Though nowadays, I'm like, oh, God, that is so corny. <laughs> <laughs> that is such cringe. <laughs> been thinking thoughts that make the devil want to kill himself. That sounds so teenage angst right there. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, kind of hair-raising, but now... Maybe back in the day I said it was hair-raising, but these days it's more like face-palming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, then the next song that we'll be hearing is Stray Dog, appropriate for the band's name. It delves into the isolation side of depression with re- uh, with reoccurring lyrics like, I'll live on my own, I'll die on my own. These motherfuckers couldn't spend a goddamn night all alone. And... I'm a mutt with rotting teeth decayed like my father's before me. But the most tumultuous lyrics are sung during the breakdown. What the fuck do you know about pain? You never lost anything. So, yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> <laughs> pretty grim, sort of depressing, full of a lot of existential dread. I warned you. I warned you all. And this is your second warning, a final warning. Here is Stray Dog and it gonna bite back, huh? Yeah. yeah, Play the song I'm
2: tired and I'm broken I'm bruised and I'm dead These dry ways that I live I've been so fucking scared Nine after nine. do I'm a, a, a mutt with bloody teeth They can like my followers before me I'm a mutt with bloody teeth They can't like my father before me Lost and alone, with to Now I'm not
0: Yeah, I got to say, this was one of the uh, uh, sort of a rich well of hardcore EPs that that were coming out in 2014. This was one of them. There was also another Mistakes, uh, Lies for Lust. There was Cross Me's Paid in Full, which I talked about recently. And another that I talked about recently, Orthodox's uh, Give Me a Reason. So, yeah, pretty enriching year for uh, underground hardcore, if I say so myself. Uh, yeah, to uh, to kind of uh, close out the review, there's only a couple paragraphs left. Uh, this EP takes a two-and-a-half-minute breather with Lull, fittingly fittingly titled. A sluggish, more somber number with more melodious vocals that still doesn't steer the album off course. After a brief pause, it traverses into the closing track with Bolachowski bellowing its moniker, no <laughs> Numb pummels to a close with a beat down of everything in Biteback's musical arsenal. With the final lyrics, No puedo ser fuerte, lo que me mata es mi mente. I cannot be strong, what kills me is my mind. And Bite Back's Not a Saint or a Savior is destructive and incredibly brutally honest. These boys don't hesitate to wear their hearts on their sleeves, The lyrics sum up a lot of key themes with depression and anxiety, and the music is a perfect match, stimulating feelings at a mind at war with itself. So there you go. You can uh, find that in the one other EP I reviewed on uh, KU Radio. I wasn't working there for very long. (laughs) It's just (laughs) a semester, and that was just kind of a side thing. Uh, Yeah, the other one I did was uh, Martial Law's Paid in Full. Uh, Why did I say Paid in Full? Martial Law's... uh, Man, I was just looking at that police state. It, the, the EP was police state,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: and I talked about that EP a few uh, a few years ago, actually. And it was a uh, yeah, and that's a pretty good one, pretty damn good. Anyway, that's all I've got to say about uh, bite back. I, I miss you guys. Wish I could have seen you live when I actually knew your lyrics, but alas, that's just uh, that's just not going to happen again. <laughs> In like fact, the only band of the aforementioned that I think are still going is Me uh, and Orthodox, and Orthodox is more uh, prominent these days. <laughs> yeah. So that, that kind of sucks, but it's awesome at the same time. But Point is, I was there. I saw them at least once. I keep listening to their music, and it still lives on within me. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe they won't. Most likely they won't. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, you got a couple of uh, releases to talk about now, do you?
1: I do. So first, we're going to talk about the band Bad Chemicals. Uh, I'm going to read some specific information. I think it's a, kind of an interesting story, uh, pun intended, and you'll know why here in a moment. Uh, Bad Chemicals formed in West Hollywood sometime in mid to late 1980. Tragically, the band vanished before taking off. However, some of their recordings were discovered at a studio in Chicago. So if you go to their Bandcamp page, badchemicals.bandcamp.com, uh, it'll show that, you know, Chicago, Illinois. So while the original band has never been found, the album has been reworked and remastered and given new life and inspired the upcoming novel, This Rancid Mill by Kyle Decker. And it's coming. that novel is actually coming out this month. You can go over to KyleDeckerAuthor.com, check out the story. The original lineup of the band was Jerry Rash on vocals, Reggie Reckless on guitar, Double Dare on bass, and Luke Warning on drums. The current lineup of the band, Kyle Decker on vocals, Barrett Guzaldo on guitar, Kevin Decker on bass, and Anthony Esposito on drums. Uh, Very little known is about them other than they formed back in the 80s or mid to late 1980s. Just as they were making a name for themselves in L.A.'s burgeoning hardcore punk scene, their rise was cut short under apparently dubious circumstances. Whether intentional or not, they became largely forgotten, lost in the shuffle of bands of that time and place. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit more about that here in a second. So there's five tracks on the EP, four are originals. Uh, We're going to play two tracks. Let's play one now, which is... Uh, Eric and I were listening beforehand. We were talking about maybe just playing one. Well, this one is actually a Hank Williams Sr. cover. So we'll play this one. And then we will play one of the originals from the band after I read you just a little bit more uh, about the band. So let's do it. I'll never get out of this world alive is the cover. Here is Bad Chemicals.
2: woman run away with another man
0: Kind of half expecting a little end cap that's like...
1: I'll
0: never get out of this world alive.
1: That would have been fun. Right? Well, flash forward to Chicago 40 years later, Treehouse Records was undergoing renovations in 2021, and during the process, co-owner Barrett Guzaldo... Discovered some tapes behind an old shelving unit. The label simply read, Bad Chemicals 1981. Curious about this mysterious recording, Gazzaldo dug up the files of the building's previous inhabitants. What he found was that Bad Chemicals had sent the tapes from L.A. to Chicago to be mastered. However, the band had shirked on payment, and so the tapes sat on the shelf. They eventually fell behind. So (laughs) attempts to track down the band were futile as none of them had used the real names on any of the documentation. It seemed that Jerry Rash, Luke Warning, Reggie Reckless, and Double Dare had for all intents and purposes ceased to be whether they had died or simply put that period of their lives behind them. Uh, is yet to be confirmed or refuted. The songs themselves were never registered or copyright, and the West Hollywood address given to the old studio is currently a vacant lot. The tragic bit is that the five-track EP, consisting of four originals and a balls-to-the-wall Hank Williams cover, which we just listened to, is really fucking good. The songs' themes of police corruption, class divide, and mental burnout have only grown in their relevance Impressed by the short album, the guys at Treehouse Records shared their discovery with all or any and all willing ears. Gazaldo himself, a guitarist, played the recordings for Chicago musicians Kyle Decker, Kevin Decker, and Anthony Esposito. Those were the band members I had named that are currently playing the instruments and the group decided to pick up where the original Bad Chemicals left off by remastering the album with the help of Alex DeYoung and DeYoung Mastering to perform the songs under the same name, so no one has, so far no one has stopped them. So speculation about the band's sudden end Became the premise for Kyle Decker's upcoming novel, This Rancid Mill, again, that comes out this month. Head over to badchemicalsband.bandcamp.com. Thought it was an interesting story, and guess what? We get to play some cool punk rock to go along with it. So let's play one of those originals, Burn It Down. Here's Bad Chemicals.
0: Chemicals. Bad chemicals. Are they going to use some of them chemicals to uh, burn whatever it is they're talking about <laughs> down, as it were?
1: I would assume so.
0: Maybe they are the bad chemicals. <laughs> uh, self-immolation. That's the way to destroy the bureaucracy, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> just go into one of those uh, bureaucratic huts and just set yourself on fire. <laughs> right. There you go, just like the, uh, the, uh, the monk in uh, uh, I can't remember which uh, which country it was, but it's the cover of the uh, Rage Against the Machine's first album. You know the monk is oh, just yeah, meditating yeah. in the street, and he's just engulfed in flames. I can't remember who that was. I don't know either. Yeah, I, it's a very it's a famous photo, but that's what I'm getting at here. <laughs> it's like there you go, burn it down. Yeah, burn yourself down. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, that's Bad Chemicals. I thought the story was interesting. Uh, We had interviews, obviously, on the last several episodes. We have an interview on the next episode. And so we had a few extra minutes. I thought, great time to give you an interesting punk story. And you get some great tracks to go along with it. I'm going to get into my album that I picked. And it is two EPs. So the band Hunting Lions... They are on Pirates Press Records. Their releases are on Pirates Press Records. They released the EP Dark, came out on St. Paddy's Day, so March 17th of this year, and now they're going to be releasing Light, which will be coming out this Friday, April 14th. So you have Light and Dark, or it was Dark and then Light. I think there's five tracks on each, so that's why I've kind of got it here as a great cover-to-cover album. We'll play a track from each both, like I said, are on Pirates Press. If you're unfamiliar with the band, it's comprised of members of Swinging Utters, Roadside Bombs, Tiger Army, The Bell U.S. Bombs, and others. And all of those fantastic, fantastic bands. Uh, ben, who also did the vocals in Roadside Bombs, he's doing vocals in this band. Uh, I'm really in, into the this release. Uh, they, I think they've got a cover of Hungry Heart. on there we're not playing that one we're going to do some originals but uh definitely get out check them out off of the first release we're gonna uh dark that came out last month we're gonna check out dead generation so here we go here's some hunting lions generation well that was certainly catchy right <laughs> i like that i like it too is great that's off of dark that's already out you can go check that out yourselves uh here in just a couple days light will be coming out so we are going to get into that track next uh again comes out the 14th it's great the band's great like i said when you have so many great or band members from so many other great bands i guess what do you expect right
0: well yeah uh other people just sort of expect disaster (laughs) right sort of like uh you know all stars uh the all-star weekend in uh, basketball yeah (laughs) it's like well yeah that's awesome you're getting all these uh reputable players but you gotta think do their styles really mold well together it's like yeah they're great players in their own right but do they make a good team Oh no! I think there's too many uh, giant egos in uh, one court here. <laughs> yeah. So the same can be said for uh, band supergroups. A lot of them are just like, "The fuck were you thinking?" <laughs> but then you get bands like this who are like, "Nice."
1: Yep. Did it and did it well. Two EPs, uh, one month right after the other. Their EPs are on 12-inch the picture discs, I believe. They're pretty cool. Uh, definitely check it out head over to Pirates Press and do so we are going to get into the track off of Light EP and it is Good Riddance
2: Snuffing our dreams like wet fingers on a candle's wick. With no regard for anyone, unless they helped you turn your tricks. Well, everybody dies, everybody dies. Your heart gave up and quit
0: One better. <laughs> Can't explain why. Maybe it's just the fact that they're uh, so loosely dropping the term "rubbish." <laughs> right? <laughs> and you don't hear that term a bunch around, around these parts because that's a that's an English term, right? You know, what's this rubbish? He says. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, I just love it. It just sounds so I don't know, cartoonish in a way.
1: <laughs> well, I dig it. Uh, hunting lions. That's off of light. Go check out dark. Go check out light. Go get those. If you like vinyl, you definitely want to go get those. So get those from Pirates Press. Hunting Lions are awesome. Eric, we got to wrap up the show. What do you got for us?
0: Well, I got a uh, uh, probably a typical band that I should be playing in the metal category. Yeah, I talked about this band one other time, one other time, and it was and it was the song, the leading single for their last album, Senjutsu and that album was uh it's <laughs> nothing to write home about but that song was actually quite interesting cuz it it was okay-ish. yeah yeah it was alright but the thing was that that song uh what was it writing on the wall it had such a blues overtone to it it was like you know this feels like it should be in the it should be like a southwestern blues song damn it down <laughs> yeah, I'm just expecting a mouth harp to come in at any point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you guys haven't gotten the uh, if you guys haven't gotten the reference yet and the sort of name dropping, I'm talking about the fucking uh, probably the most well known metal band of all time, seconded only by Metallica. That's Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah, Iron fucking Maiden. I've only played them once on this show, and I'm realizing, yeah, that's actually. Kind of bizarre, because <laughs> I've mean, been listening to this band for years. You know, other people have listened to them for years. Why, why have I waited so long to uh, plug them on this show? Well, I don't know. Maybe because uh, I could have played any song that would have been typical. And yeah, I'm playing a song from their most seminal album, The Number of the Beast. Six, six, six. Yeah, people have uh, sang that and talked about it so much; it's practically background noise. <laughs> Same thing with Run to the Fucking Hills. <laughs>
2: run for your life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, are great songs. They are fucking timeless classics, but number of the Beasts got a lot more they got some better songs on there. Well, I don't want to say better, but you know, you got Children got of the others. D-. You got Children of the Damned on there. You got 22 Acacia Avenue. You got Invaders and you got my favorite song on there. The album Closer, quite possibly my favorite Iron Maiden song of all time, though it is debatable. I'm still trying to figure out what the best one is, but this is my favorite nonetheless from Number of the Beast. You know, what more can I say about Iron Maiden? Everybody knows who the fuck they are. Everybody knows Eddie the Head. They're a band that started back in the late 70s, you know, released their first album, then they released Killers. Got a Got them some great headway on the airwaves, but it wasn't until they uh, ditched Paul Diano and got Bruce Dickinson on this new album that they just fucking skyrocketed into fucking fame. This was the album that made their career and made them the legends that they are. But this is my favorite song on that album. This is Hallowed Be Thy Name. the That track, I love how it starts off so slow and ominous, and then it just sort of uh, builds that kind of a gradual pace until that very last third where it just gets into that hustle. I love it. So yeah, that's yeah. There you go, my favorite Iron Maiden song. Allegedly, that remains to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's uh, yeah from their first five albums, just so many fucking great songs. I mean, I still love, I still love Prowler, I still love Power Slave love Rhyme of the Ancient fucking Mariner. It's uh, just too, uh, yeah, too damn many to name. I also love Aces High. However, there is a version of that song <clears throat> that I prefer over the original. It was a band that covered it. And if you're a band that's going to cover Iron Maiden, uh, Godspeed, that's uh, not an easy feat to do. But <laughs> one band did. They did a cover of Aces High. And not only is it great, I prefer it over the original. Nice. I will get to that one in, uh, in due course. But it's a band that I talked to. It's by a band that I talked about rather recently, so I'm going to try and space it out a little bit more, Cool, Uh, especially now that I have uh, an Iron Maiden song to account for as well. (laughs) So yeah, great. Now I got a, maybe next year. We'll see. Or maybe next month. I don't know yet. We'll get to it when we get to it.
1: Dustin, please uh,
0: talk about something
1: else. Uh, Last week I talked about a song that every time I hear is that Franz Ferdinand song. I just enjoy it. Just you know, you grocery shopping music and whatever. (laughs) It's that kind of shit that comes on, and then you finally hear something's like, "Yeah, all right, I like this one." You know, a lot of the other shit's like, "Eh," but (laughs) pretty much. Uh, This one right here, fun. It's just a fun song. We're going to wrap this something with something fun. It's Um, more along the lines of hip-hop.
0: Really quick, it's sort of like, just to add on to that, you hear something on the grocery store (laughs) overheads. It's like, yeah, I actually kind of like this one. For me, it's like if if I am uh, subjected to listen to the radio and I hear a song on there, I'm like... Holy shit, they're playing something different. <laughs> God damn, there is a God. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. so yeah, this song is uh, more hip-hop oriented, you say? It
1: is. And the one I'll be playing next week, kind of more along those lines, but they still played these bands and these songs. Uh, this one and the one I'll be playing, uh, not next week. I'll probably push it off to the week after because of the interview. And you'll know why next week. But the, this one and then the next one I do play at the end of the show uh they more hip-hop elements but it's like alternative still on those channels would probably be out on the warp tour with the punk bands or the alternative bands from that era back in the 90s uh the band started in 1993 the band is the fun love and criminals have you heard of fun love and criminals
0: uh yeah i think so that name sounds uh somewhat familiar
1: well, I think their most recent album might have come out in like 2018. They're originally from, well, they're from New York City. Uh, their album, Come Find Yourself, they put out in 1995, so obviously way back when they were new. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you know the band, you probably know this song. Uh, I enjoy this song. I just, when I hear it, it's like, all right, you know, I'm not going out and looking for fun-loving criminals, uh, new stuff, Not, and it could be good, but... Uh, I just kind of moved in a different direction with music. But when I hear this one, it's just fun. It's fun to sing along with. Uh, There was a music video once upon a time. I'm sure there still is. Uh, Scooby Snacks, have you heard that song? (laughs) I don't don't think I have.
0: It's not ringing... (laughs) The biggest bell. (laughs) It's
1: ringing a bell, just not the right one. Well, let's see if this right here rings any other or rings a bell for you. Here's Fun Loving Criminals with Scooby Snacks. Don't know what the Scooby Snacks that he speaks of are. I don't
0: know. He's saying (laughs) whacked out on Scooby Snacks. Could be edibles. (laughs) This is back in 95, but yes, absolutely. Yeah, maybe so. But, yeah, that still is not ringing any bells. The slightest (laughs) bell that that is ringing is the uh, beat and the melodies. It's almost making – it reminds me of the piano from uh, Greece. You know, the – (laughs) summer days drifting away That shit. It's like the rhythm was it was uh, strikingly similar <laughs> to that and uh, and right in the chorus I just kept kind of hearing that I'm like thinking, did they sample this from the uh, from that grease song I don't know.
1: Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, no, I don't recognize the song at all. <laughs> well, uh, I like I said, come find yourself. There's other cool songs on there. I have that in my collection CD because that's what we were doing back in the '90s, yeah, and it's what we were doing in the 2000s <laughs> as well.
0: Vinyl was dead, but it was making its comeback. It was rearing its ugly head. Right? Thank you, record store
1: day. Yes. Uh, go check out the other ones. I don't know what the rest of their discography, but I just looked up today to see, are they, have they still been putting stuff out? <laughs> yes. I, like I said, I want to say like 2018 uh, was the last, and they had put out other items. So go check them out, Fun Fundament Criminals. I Like I said, I don't know what the fuck a Scooby Snack is and why he needs them to go rob banks. Maybe that's what he needs to go rob a bank is a Scooby Snack. Yeah. But it's fun to listen to. I love the bass in it. The bass, doom, doom, doom. No, no, I I just, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I
0: really like the bass of that one. keeps the, well, obviously, it's in the bass's job to do that, but it keeps that rhythm going. But it just has that extra oomph to it. It's mostly the bass carrying that beat. (laughs) I love it. And yeah, Scooby Snacks, it's that uh, edible courage, man, (laughs) to go rob banks. (laughs) It's like, yeah, Shaggy and Scooby, they were having... Uh, Scooby snacks to uh, give them the liquid courage to stop people from robbing banks, <laughs> right? Or stop uh, people in mass from uh, scaring other people. It was uh, it was that edible courage, you right. know. Let's get them high. That way we could get them to do crazy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, maybe that's the idea. It's like a uh, the Bizarro uh, Scooby-Doo world.
1: Could be. That is fun-loving criminals, potentially the bizarros of the Scooby-Doo world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like the kids
0: go around, uh, instead of going around solving mysteries, they go around causing
1: mysteries <laughs> to be solved. All right, we have come to the end of the show. Thank you for tuning in and listening all the way up to this point. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Player FM, Podvine, Verbal, and SLCpunkcast.com, amongst other places, I'm sure. The bands are found on Instagram at Clayface underscore Worldwide, at Peaceful, again, that's Peaceful two L's, at Peaceful.Canadian.Rock.Band, at Black Power Violence, that's for Zulu, at Small Town Syndrome, and again, that's S-I-N-D-R-O-M-E, at Bad Chemicals Band, at Hunting underscore Lions 707, the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where
0: are you at? I am on Instagram. my personal profile is at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC That's Eric with a C by the way. you can uh, find my bands on Instagram. you can find anonymous at anonymous underscore band official and the apathetics at the apathetics SLC. and you can find us both on Facebook at anonymous Band SLC and at the apathetics just just the apathetics. <laughs> And you can find us on our respective band camps at anonymousslc.bandcamp.com and theapathetics.bandcamp.com. And you can uh, check out my other podcast, Lead Melodies, on Instagram at lead. Uh, that's the Facebook. <laughs> at Melodies underscore podcast, SLC. And on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.sLC. And you can stream the episodes on anchor.fm and on Spotify. And you be sure to check out the SLC Hardcore page where I post uh, flyers. Uh, I try to post them uh, weekly, sometimes biweekly. It just kind of depends on uh, just kind of depends on what shows are happening and if I have the time or the uh, uh, the mental capacity to post <laughs> about them or the memory. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that show's happening. Well, fuck, I don't have the flyer. Whatever. People know that it's happening. Other people post flyers, but I. That's what I do on SLC Hardcore, so follow the damn page if you want.
1: The bands are found on Facebook at Real JFA, at uh, Uphill Avenue, at Clayface Punk Rock, and that's R-A-W-K, at Peaceful Music, Peaceful two L's, uh, nothing for Zulu there, but you can go follow their label at Flatspot Records for information on their releases. Along at, with other releases from other bands. Absolutely. At Small Town Syndrome, at Bite Back CA, at Bad Chemicals Band, at Hunting Lion 707, at SLC Punkcast. Once again, thank you for joining and tuning in, listening. Hopefully you found some cool stuff. Go check them out on Bandcamp. Bandcamp Friday was last week, but n- another one will be coming at the first Friday of next month. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap the show? Well, uh, Sort of a few final thoughts. Well, uh,
0: nah. <laughs> one final thought. That's been... a. Uh, Uh, It's been uh, roaming around in my head the past uh, couple days. It's like, you know, the past uh, few months, past couple years, I've sort of reflected on the people who I've let into my life and the ones who have uh, cut out of my life. And it's like, uh, yeah, the sort of thing that I've been telling myself is, yeah, you live and you learn, but when you learn, it's like, yeah, be careful with who you uh, let into your life and how far you are willing to let them in, you know? Just be wary of what information you're sharing with certain people, because you never know. Some people hold a hold a front of like a pleasant demeanor, and then they turn around and stab you in the back. They use that information <laughs> that you gave them as a uh, as a playing card, and turn that shit against you. Or they just uh, take that and use it to their advantage and abuse you with it. Right. So. So yeah, just uh, be wary of those people. Sometimes you don't know until it's too late, and it sucks. But if you're still here, and you're still breathing, and you're uh, moving on past it, then all the more power to you. I understand what it's going through to an extent, but, you know, we'll all we'll all get there. We'll all have our just desserts in the end. <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh, on that note, play the fucking outro. <laughs>